think the big I thought you were having technical. I thought you were having technical difficulties, man. Because yeah, you kept, nah. yeah, you were doing this shit, and then your mic was going muted and not, and whatever. No, because I was talking behind the scenes. I didn't want to start yet. That's why I was oh. trying to wait, and because we didn't have the banner up, so now we're gonna look like fucking dickheads. No, I'm just. Oh, oh, I'm so actually, we're the assholes. No, we're not the assholes. But hey, before we do this cold open, man, like shout out to Eddie's brand new New York apartment. That's it. The whole thing, right there. It's a closet <laughs> in a room. It's a room in a closet. That's his, that's his whole nude getup in New York City. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. For the last time, whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it? That's why I'm mad with it. So I'm mad with it. Oh, that's where I'm at. Okay, you chasing clout. Oh, no way. Shit turn- <laughs> What's going on, Trouble? Boy, boy, Lee. Oh, I, I don't get to do the open? Okay, my bad. Go, go for it, Andy. No, no, no. It sounds like you were in the closet. I just literally <laughs> was about to start. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean, no. you sound like you're in a closet. You look like you're in a closet. <laughs> R. Kelly trapped in a closet. <laughs> He's got the pull-up bar right there at the yeah, closet he wants, door. He wants to show that his closet's got closets. <laughs> he damn near took his head off in the door entryway. Like, he, he, <laughs> like you look like you're in the adult version of Fraggle Rock. Are you stuck no, in a no. wall somewhere? No. You know, you know, I told you I moved in with Seven. So I moved in yeah. with Seven and his wife. So this is, this is their place. Oh, so you would a green, you in a green room, green screen. I was gonna I say, yeah, green no, no, room, this, green this screen. is a green room, bro. Literally, literally, it's, yeah. No, it's, a, it's a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very green. But kitchen. if I need to do green room shit, I mean green screen shit. Easy peasy, baby. Yeah, <laughs> just, just make sure you backlight the green, the wall. That's what you yeah, got to do. Say, you backlight sure. the wall and make sure I can't see that corner. Yeah. Okay, Troublemakers, let's try this again, shall we? (laughs) What's going on, Troublemakers? It's your boy, Loy Lee. It's a I'm a Get in Trouble podcast with my bestest friends of all time coming out of apparently New York closet, Eddie Lyles. Hello. (laughs) What up, baby? Hey, coming from Omaha, Nebraska, my second bestest friend of all time, Terrence G. How are you? Skeet, skeet. I'm well, man. I'm well. Ready to kick this day in the Nards. Yes. Happy fucking take a day off. Take a moment. Fucking remember something day. We're 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 in that that mode, right? Where it's no longer like re- remember the genocide, man. It's like, ah, maybe we want to change. I don't care. I don't care what y'all call it. Just don't fuck with the day off. All right. <laughs> call it, whoever I need to remember the, accurately or inaccurately. I don't care. Just give me the day off still, and I'm cool either way. Because <laughs> now, what is it? Is it, is it is, it's National Indigenous Day, right? I think yeah. it's Indigenous Peoples Day now, right? Yeah. Indigenous yeah. Hey, sis, it's National Indigenous Peoples Day? Am I saying that correctly? Sure. Yeah. Am I saying sure. that correctly? National I don't know. I can't tell if his camera's Day? on or if it's off. I can't. I don't. I can never tell with yeah. Eddie. No, no, no. It's, it, when I want you, I like. One podcast going, I still got to share, but I don't have a uh, gotcha. So now, if I move off the phone, gotcha. Like, I'm so, uh, do I have a lag right now? No, you don't have uh, a lag as much as, but you definitely are yelling into the screen. You're not, there's no microphone, like, you're not talking to your head buds for sure. Oh, 
Yeah, we definitely have the uh, the poor audio quality coming from you right now. Yeah, we got the Metro PCS. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, I um, I do find it strange in 2021 that people are still holding on to Columbus Day, like as opposed to just letting it just whatever. Just yeah, being whatever about it. Yeah, I don't give yeah. a shit. Call it whatever. Just don't right. take the day away. Like, right. I'm what? Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? Oh, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. I get what you're yeah, saying. I'm not married to Christopher Columbus, but you get a lot of people like, cancel Christopher Columbus. Fine, cancel him, but keep the day off. That's all. Right. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, with all of the amount, like, even just a, a, a short amount of research, just Christopher Columbus in your Google box, and you can find out why, like, it's not a good person to have a holiday but everyone's like no we gotta we gotta hold on to it. that's the way my granddaddy did it that's the way i did it it goes fucking relax it's not that important that is still such a weird argument to me right you gotta you gotta remember your history you're doomed to repeat it and it's like ah, ah. i mean we are in afghanistan so i guess <laughs> i mean that's what we do as humans right is just repeat shit over and over and over again you know, it seems like it. For all of the history we know, it's like we somebody going somewhere and taking something from the people that were there, and it yeah. just keeps on repetitively going. Yeah. I like that we're getting the silent tour of the new digs yeah. in New York for this... everybody out there in audio land. And he's just walking through the place trying to show it off. And no. oh, look at my new digs in New York. I'm, I'm amazing. I'm so much better than all of you because I live in New York City. I was just trying to get better lighting, you dickhead. <laughs> and a better <laughs> signal. Uh, definitely I don't not know better that, sound. I was going to say, I don't know that going into an echoing stairwell was the smartest audio choice. But hey, you know what? Let's 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 just say fuck everybody in audio land. Like where the majority of our our listeners are, fuck you. <laughs> I'm worried uh, audio. I'm worried about his audio, but I'm worried about his cardio. That's four flights of stairs right now. I fear. Oh, look at I'm this. Get in trouble. He's going to get a heart attack. <laughs> Shit. You gonna fall down and bump his head a couple times? Are you guys mad that I'm like you no know, in a in a sky rise in New York City? No, no. I do want to see the view though. Let me let me get a little bit of that view. Is it nice out there right now? What's the weather like? Okay, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is this Upper Marlboro? Where is this? <laughs> <laughs> Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Yeah, I definitely don't see any high rises. <laughs> no, no. This is uh, the Bronx. We're in the Bronx. Nice South South Bronx. All right, guys. Yeah, let's uh, so so let's get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? Well, we were talking about Terrence's. Uh, um, he did a set at the Funny Bone. How did that go? Uh, it didn't go as well as I had hoped. It was a clean set again, um, which is not. It's just not something I like to do. Like I, I understand the necessity of it, and I, I did the competition again to kind of test myself to see if I could punch up what I think are my funnier jokes on the cleaner side, the set in general. And I like the challenge. I had no real aspiration. Like I was going to win it, especially seeing some of these clean comics around here. I just wanted to do better for me. I did better for me. I didn't good. do as well as I would have hoped, but I did do better for me. So I was good there. That's really all I can ask for, man. Like, Holy forehead. Holy f Jesus Christ. Oh, Get up. Oh, Jesus. Okay, thank He's trying you. to show us some close-up of pores, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know how that shit goes. It just it's it's challenging yourself while um, understanding it's probably not going to go in your favor. So it's that weird, like expectation management you set for yourself. Like, hey, I'm going this, knowing I'm not going to do as well as I like. 
So let's not walk out of this feeling like a complete bag of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so the, the thing about uh, so inside baseball on competitions, a it's like a glorified bringer show, which is you know, yeah. and, they, and a lot of comedy clubs use it as like, hey, this is where we get our openers from, like our hosts and our MC. Money grab. But it's a it's a money grab. It's I haven't grab. done a competition in like eight years because no. So I mean, and you remember when we did when we did the competition run the light yeah at uh at the hideout even there we we specifically told people like it's a free show you're just getting a guarantee like we paid out a budget yeah like we didn't because we was like all right yeah like we know you're gonna bring people out we can't do a competition but we also made it to the fucking audience decision if you stayed on so like right it could backfire if you don't bring the right people. Yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, so the run light competition that we were doing was uh, was basically very Apollo esque. If the crowd didn't like you after like three or four minutes, if they, they all they had to do was they could get you <laughs> off the stage by turning on their their uh, cell phone light. And if everyone, if a bunch of people did it, it was enough people, then we would we'd pull the plug on you. So and then people used to get mad. But my point I'm making is like when comics put on competition, like it's kind of good if you're if you're gonna try to attack the things you didn't like about competition, right? Yeah, like yeah. you got to bring five people and it's ten dollars to get in. Right. You know what I mean? Facts. Um. So like th- th- that's what oh, annoys yeah, me yeah. about competitions is when comics throw them and they don't you know what I'm saying do the shit that they wouldn't like to do. But yeah. I mean, we we did. You go ahead. Yeah, we did a we did a competition and it was a free show. So bring all the people you want. Nobody had to pay to get in, and it was like, uh, and we pulled money. The the winner got money, and on top of that, he got to, they got to try out a room for the first time and a lot for a lot of comics. Yeah. So we did try to get away from being a bringer show without being a bringer show. Yeah, and see, that's you really know, all you one, can one, do. The one thing, real quick, the one thing that I don't, I don't despise competition. Comp, uh, competition. And the reason why is everything that we do is a competition. Like you, do you think like the motherfuckers that on Netflix got there just because like they went on an open mic and somebody just discovered that shit? The reason why that story is so lovable is because that story doesn't happen a lot. You get what I'm saying? Like so, like you need you got to learn to like you got to learn to all right. I'm gonna do an audition in New York or one of these cities. You don't do an audition. By like just going on stage, like it's a whole rack of people that night are also auditioning, and they yeah. might have two slots. Yeah, it happens. No, I've been on them. That's how I know. Yeah, no, I mean, everything's an audition. You know, that's the big thing. Everything is an audition. You just have like if like for competition, if you can bring five, ten people to a, to a to a random show, have them pay money, like. You don't have to do a competition. If you can bring 10 people to any show you go to, like you could get on shows. Yeah. Without see, that's, having to do competition. See, so and, and that's why I'll say, like, I appreciate the funny bone saying, hey, keep it clean, because you at least keep everybody within some semblance of a parameter. But in general, like my biggest gripe about the competitions is, and, and this is really all it is, is that it's so completely subjective. And in no in, in the history of no successful comedy show. Do you throw pretty much a variety of comedy show to do a comedy show? So you're not going to sit there and say, "Hey, I'm going to put on uh, an Anthony Jeselnik, and he's going to open for a Maria Bamford type that's going to then feature yeah. for a uh, 
Emo Phillips, I, I mean, I'm throwing names out here, but you guys get the gist, right? Like, it's such an ebb and flow with the entire vibe of the comics because you can get that deadpan guy. You can get the individuals that uh, that ride that line. So it's th that makes it even harder, right? Because it could be the crowd that night. Maybe they prefer the sex jokes. Maybe they prefer the racist jokes. Maybe they prefer all the lighthearted. So it's like it's it's all that weird amalgam of... Nobody oh, likes racist jokes, guys. That's fine. I do. I think they're funny. I think they're hilarious. You kidding me? You kidding I mean, me? you got a career, Yo. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, coming over this Dave Chappelle shit, like, so everybody doesn't know, we're taping it after Dave Chappelle released his special. But after this Dave Chappelle shit, I can't wait for the racist jokes that are about to come. Bro, do you realize that this motherfucker did, like, eight different reasons and then talk about trans? And then only only thing everybody cares about is the trans. So like, then let's get in. Let's get in. Let's get into Dave then, because it's one of the things that we sent around. It's obviously still buzzing. So for those that don't know, I don't know how you wouldn't know. But for those who don't know, Dave Chappelle is in hot water again with the uh, LGBTQ plus plus. We'll just say plus. Right. Because I know there's more whatever. I haven't seen the special. Have you guys seen it? I have. Okay. Yeah, you, you gotta watch this. The special is good. The special is good. But I let Louis thoughts on it. You know, I'm I'm a little bit uh biased on this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean if you're watching this, if you're watching this and you haven't seen that special, thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh but you know, it's it's Dave Chappelle, and I think the only real issue that I had with it, and and this is controversial, is like you know, he breaks out the I have a black friend kind of version of a joke where he's like, I have a I have a, a trans friend. So mm. and goes off and says kind of whatever he wants, which is very similar to the oh, I have a black friend so I can say what I want. You know, mm. I, I have an Asian friend so I can say what I want. So for me, I think that was like the biggest thing that stuck out. Um, great storytelling. He's a great orator. But uh, I think that the thing that bothered me was like, well, I have a trans friend so I can kind of say what I want. That's how I felt. So, like, but see, this is my point, right? Like, one, let's start this, let's start this off. This off Everybody, if you watched the podcast before or heard the podcast before, you already know I'm free speech all the way through. I don't fuck with, like, racists to be able to talk, bigots to be able to talk, and that lets me know I'm good to stay the fuck over here, my guy. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't have to fuck with you. That's so free speech is one thing, right? And I think Dave definitely exercised the point of free speech. Yes. I don't think I don't think that it was transphobic, but I'm not trans, so I can't say that, right? Right. Like I can't right, right, like right. like how some people were like, yo, that's not racist against black people. Like, bitch, you ain't black. You can't tell right. me what's racist to me. Oh, I mean, well, what's you know what I'm saying? What's gonna hurt yeah. my feelings and what's not. Um, but I don't think it came from a dark place if that makes sense and I, I like i do see your point a little bit about the, the the friend i got a black friend thing but i think it wasn't more like, like he had one like we we fortunately know some of dave's camp not all of it we know some right mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people in that in that circle that have lgbt family friends mm -hmm. and, and and significant others you get what i mean so I don't think it has just one, like you know what I'm saying. Like if it if it's yeah. white boy soft around my way, you grew up around black people. You're always right. around black people versus right. 
Sean in Wyoming who only has one black friend, so he thinks he's say the nigga. I think when he was doing the trans joke, it was just I'm telling this particular story. Yeah, I got more you. But than it, I only got one friend. I feel like that's the way it was framed. When I watched it, I watched it once and I was like, oh, that's that's what stuck out to me. Only because maybe I'm hyper aware. Um, but it, the jokes itself didn't bother me, just the framing of it bothered me. Or mm. I don't even say bothered, but it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm. But gotcha. you, so you saying so you saying like you didn't like the fact I I don't know how you gonna frame it different, bro. Like the joke, the ending of it was definitely just a straight. It felt more like a speech than just funny. It felt like he went back to the George yeah. Floyd, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, element yeah. style of his uh, But the beginning part, like it was all joke setup, and it even he still ended even that story with a joke inside. But yeah, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I like I mean, shit. So yeah. I, I guess like you know how like if you like something too much, anything that somebody comes up against it, you got an argument to try to fix it. So that's why I'm like that's why I'm stopping in mid sentence. Like, eh, maybe I think I'm doing that a little bit. Like I love the special too much that I'm gonna defend it at, no matter what. As like, as a dude, it's, that, not my, it's not my special, so I'm not defending it <laughs> at all. Like I, I can't, I don't have time to defend other people's shit. <laughs> and, I ain't make no money from this shit, bitch. Yeah. I mean, as as like the one dude here that hasn't seen it, like, and I intend to, it's just haven't gotten around to it. I think the the craziest part about this whole thing is you so you have LGBTQ plus folks feeling offended by this. Got it. I'm in no position to tell people what they can and can't feel offended by. Cool. Right, right, right. right. But people want equality, and with equality comes jokes it comes being the butt of the joke and when you sit there and say i'm out of the lane i'm i'm excluded from this that's not fucking equality my guy like you're asking for exclusion you're asking for privilege you're asking for exemption whatever you might want to call it you're not asking for equality and that's my biggest issue with all of this shit man like that's why i am so hard up free speech never in the history of ever have you ever gotten past something, whether it's a problem with your wife, a friend or something? Never have you gotten through the issues that you have by not talking about shit. And right now you can't talk about it. You can't even bring up like, hey, I think here's my counterpoint to your point in a polite manner without people being like, that's transphobic. How the fuck are we supposed to make progress if I can't even say nothing to you, let alone Treat you, right? And this is just speaking for me, me personally, Terrence Godwin and nobody else. I literally bring people into my circle by making fun of them. If I can't make fun of you, I can't fuck with you, period. Yeah, that's now, I'm not saying that's the right way. I agree. I agree. I'm a dickhead. I agree. I agree. But so are you, Eddie. Like, you bigger dickhead than I am, for sure. I am not you, bro. Like, I, I think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a lovable guy. I'm on such a front... I'm <laughs> I'm such a friendly guy, yo. <laughs> now that's my only issue, man. Like you just like where's this equality that you you as a collective group clamor for, but then you're saying, no, put me on the exclusion list. That the two are incompatible. Either you're in or you're out. You think I lower your mic off. Yeah, your mic is off right now, Lord. The pendulum, thank you. The the pendulum. Uh <laughs> You know, it swings. It, it, they, they've been oppressed and, and uh, uh, violently oppressed for years, and now it's swinging the opposite direction. Right, 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 right. And it, it, it's got to sort itself out. And I, I'm okay with any 
marginalized community demanding the most and hopefully getting included at, at the for end sure. of the day. For sure. Get included. Get included, but don't sit there and be like, I want equality except for the parts I don't like about equality. Like, that's the part yeah. that I'm like, you can't cherry pick this shit, man. It all comes. It but all that's part, comes. That's part of negotiating, right? When you want when you want ten thousand dollars for your car, you ask for twenty, and you know I, I think the demand is again the pendulum. You have to go. It's been so far one side that they're demanding all the way to the other side, hoping that it gets somewhere in the middle at the end of the day. And now, 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 Terrence, this is the, the speaking to the pendulum swing, right, Terrence? This is where I. This is why I thought the pushback is like, uh, oh, it, people are canceling people, bro. Dave is short. Like Dave is not only is he speaking on certain elements, and I do hate this. The fuck that I hate about the this is jump off subject. I mean, talk for one second. The one I really do hate is that the 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 the, the fucking left or no the right, the motherfuckers that's far right, jumped on that hard and like used it as like. Oh, he's speaking for us. It's like no, 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 no. He's speaking from a place of love, not a place that's of hate. That's the collateral yeah. that you. But see, that's so I tow that line, right? I make the racist jokes. I make the playfully hateful jokes because it's sarcastic. That's that accepted risk that I have to take. But at the end of the day, you're never going to be able to eradicate people with hate in their heart, right? Like that's just that's going to be part of it. People are going to just like with the Bible, man, my guy, we've seen thousands of years worth of people perverting the word in scripture to tailor it to however they're going to abuse the shit out of their neighbor. This is no right. different. Anybody is going to take some fodder and do that. I can't I can't put stock in that for that exact reason. You're always going to get 10 to 15 percent of people looking to fuck it up just because they can well, you know, it seems to be, especially when you're talking politics, left side, right side, people are going to go and repurpose whatever they can to prove the point that they've been yelling about prior to, you know, the special coming out or, or whatever. Uh, people are always going to repurpose your words to better suit their narrative. Right. Yeah, that's and I, so like that, that part, and this is the part that I was initially going to. You, he has shown that you can't cancel somebody, bro. Yeah. What you can do is stop knowing about the person. That's fine. What you should have did from the fucking beginning. Like, me canceling, so you want to not hear from the person that you don't want to hear from? So, so that's, that's actually you why, like... the same exact thing. You get what I'm saying? No, like, that, that's... It's, Lil Nas X said it in an interview uh, recently. I watched uh, Lil Nas X's Breakfast Club interview. It was actually pretty interesting. I had some time to watch it. He said something on there that was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true. He said people only cancel the people they already want canceled or the people they already didn't like. Yeah, they're just it's waiting true. for it. It's they're, like double dutch. They're, they're like, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see this opportunity to, I mean, that's why you see it in the guys going back over emails and Twitters and Facebook posts and MySpace. And they're like, see, I told you he was a piece of shit. Look what he did 12 years ago. And it's like, God damn. Yeah. This sounds very specific to John Gruden, but I, I mean, I, I think we can touch on it. Oh no, it did pop like, up in my mind. Boy, that was, no, that definitely was something that popped up in my mind, but it's just like, uh, are we really going back? Like Kevin Hart, like I'll never forget Kevin Hart with the Oscars. Oh, when he yeah. was sitting there doing the coverage and people were covering it. Don Lemon and his dumbass face comes across CNN and he said something like, you know, Kevin said that he apologized, but my people that were scouring through his tweets never saw an apology and we never heard one. It's like, bruh, 
Y'all are that hard up for shit to do that y'all are scouring through years worth of tweets to look for an apology that you never like. Come on. Like, I think it's, it starts to feel like cancellation. Yeah. When, uh, when, I, when somebody wants to cancel somebody, they've set the table. They've done all of the, the preparation for the dinner. The, t- the chair is empty, and they're just waiting for the guy to show up. And then once they do something, like, see? See? Look at all of the things. You can only cancel, you can only cancel people from your environment, which is the thing True. you should have did from the fucking beginning. Like, you motherfuckers, like, again, he did the joke. This is why I love Dave, right? Because Dave is a is, is one of the masters of bringing it all together. But like, if you don't pay attention to every joke, like I watched the special three times. He brings it. He he's telling everybody what's going to happen in the beginning, right? He says a lady comes over, says he hates he hates women. No, no, like yeah, it sounds like you hate women. And he's like, oh, how did you hear that? Did you like click on one of my specials? Did you go to basically? Did you go to where I was, or did I come to you in a parking lot? And tell you to oh. your face, right? You know right, what I'm right, right, right. Like this is this is the point that he was making up. You don't have to watch this special. You chose to watch the special. So at the end of the day, like you talking about, you can't cancel me because you already paid me, dickhead. You yeah. know, or like, you can't you cancel can't me because you didn't pay that, me. Um. Also, the point was like, if you didn't pay me, you can't cancel me because you didn't pay for shit. You're not in a position to pay me. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys bringing this shit up has now made me, has made me bigger. You guys bringing up this whole trans shit just builds to my aura of the guy who does giving pushback against the system. You're literally giving him that aura. So it's like you're not canceling anybody. Only people that you can cancel are people that you already didn't want to hear from, like or. Or somebody convince other people, like very slightly, do fans flip and they be like, Oh, I don't want to listen to him no more because he did a gay joke at the Emmys. Shut the fuck up, bro. Like, yeah. Hey, man, like just how I'm defending the special, I'm a fucking fan. Anything yeah. that you bring up for this fucking show, I'm going to be defend. You're not going to have me not watch it. There's, there's definitely like layers, uh, levels to this, right? Like the Joe Rogan, the Dave Chappelle, like you, anything about them is only going to make it bigger. But then you've got people like, let's say Shane Gillis canceled. You know, it could have gone Not anymore. Not anymore. He's, he's done better. But uh, what no, I'm saying is like, Shane is back, bro. Shane is getting bigger. Hold on, hold on. That, that's not the point. That is that is fucking not the point, Eddie. What I'm saying is like, when you get to a point of uh, momentum, right, uh, where Shane has now built his momentum back, getting great for him because it was a hard road, I'm sure. But the thing is like. You are either on a, on a momentum level or you are not. You can cancel anyone who has little to no momentum. You can't cancel people who are rolling downhill. You can't stop it. That's that's always the big crux, right? Is the cancel, depending on when it hits you, can hit you really hard. And that's my gripe is that it's a loose fucking cannon that everybody likes to fire off willy nilly and never really look at the ramifications of it. But yeah, we don't need to go into cancel culture. We've fucking spoken at that ad nauseum. I have yet to see the special. Right. I definitely intend to because it's it's Dave, man. Like, I grew up with Dave, period, point blank. I don't give a damn. What, like, it could be the worst special in the world. I'm still going to watch it to see what it's about and try and enjoy it. Well, I, 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 as I, a fan, I, I can rank them. But this one is, when I say it's good special, it's, I guess it's more or less because of all his stuff leading up to it. We started seeing the change where, like, more of a change. Where he started going longer form in the yeah. in the part in between jokes, 
he started going, he started adding a lot more in between the jokes. Now the shit is substantial, so we think about it more, right? But he's moved, he's, it feels like he's moved away from the level of having to be always funny. He's moving yeah. to the realm of like, why I love Bill Cosby. When he's he's moved into the realm of comedic icon. He no longer yeah, needs like, to be I'm funny. Saying, like, People Cosby will pay it. to see him talk. That's it. Yeah, Bill the Cosby big... did a show like that. He did 30, Richard Pryor talked about this. Richard Pryor did a show where he, he talked for 30 minutes and then, and nobody laughed, but nobody laughed and nobody said anything. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It was like he had the audience in, in his hands and then in the, at the 30 minute mark, he let go of the punchline and it erupts for like five minutes. Like that, too, it feels like Dave's there now. Where Dave yeah. can literally just talk for and make a point for like 20 something minutes and make one joke and niggas be like, yeah, damn that nigga. Yeah, the, the bird's eye, a uh, bird's eye view or the one where he's at the, the in the belly room at the Equanimity. Not equanimity, Whatever. but the one, the bird's eye, the bird revelation. Yeah, the bird. The, thank you. That one. Uh, that that's exactly what he was. He just talked about um, uh, iceberg slim for forty five minutes and goes yeah. and then hits hits you with the line. Yeah, and I, and I was actually. Oh, sorry. Oh no, no, I was thinking. Uh, I, I definitely there was one of his first Netflix specials where he filmed it in DC, where I feel like that's the end of the old Dave, the the rapid fire. Come out swinging. I don't want to release first. The, the, I the think one so, yeah. He released first with the Netflix deal. Okay. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry, second. Because the first one was awesome when he did Bill Cosby. And then the second one was. Oh, is that there, clip? There was, was one Cosby where he. And OJ and. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, the one he filmed in DC. There was one that he filmed in LA, which was like a year before it even launched. Um, but the one where he filmed in DC, that felt I felt like that was the end of that Dave Chappelle stand-up comedian era versus Dave I, Chappelle. That was when he did the residency. You're right. That was when the residency because he's done it. He's done two specials out of DC. Uh, the very first one when he's with Comedy Central, and then the one with Netflix. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's um, like that. I had that conversation though, man. Like. Somebody was saying, does this special have jokes? The last special, last couple specials of Dave's has lacked the jokes, and they want Dave to get back to the jokes. And I was like, look, man, I have yet to see a comic at that level, at like Dave's level, like the Carlins and the Richard Pryors and all that. I have yet to see those guys not reach that level of, of the pinnacle of comedy and transcend into the sage. They don't. They don't get married to the setup and punch talking more anymore. about issues rather than just period point blank. Like, I have yet to see a comic hit that status and not transcend that. It's it's almost. Um, well, I mean, you got some. You got some. Not 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 urban, but but I mean, Cat looks like that. Cat and David run the same age with the same. And I don't think Cat is doing that yet. Like he, Cat's always talked out against shit, but Cat is more about the funny. And talking about his shit, then Dave is Dave is a little more serious with a little bit of jokes in between. But I mean, you also have like, I I think I, I think I get what you're saying. The level of the level of reach, the level of draw, the level of power. Cat Williams is nowhere near that same level of reach as Dave, and I think Cat is yeah. one of the greatest. Like it's just he's not. It, it's it's just incomparable. I think of somebody else like Dick Gregory, right? Is not necessarily Dave Chappelle big, but was big as shit to white and black audiences. He also no, transcended. Dick Gregory was Dave Chappelle big. He just he lived longer. Right. Does that you know what I mean? You know what I mean by that? Like he just he lived for a good age. 
So yeah. I was like, I forgot what he died at, but like he was doing shows all the way to that. But he wasn't. He had stopped being a comedian, comedian like years, like when we were Everyone born does. type shit. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, you got Mark Martin. I don't know, man. I, I, I really am trying to debate you on that because I know somebody's gonna find it. But I think you might be right. But you like, can't, you can't bring up, you can't bring up Martin. You can't bring up Eddie. You can't bring up those guys because when was the last stopped. time Eddie pumped out a special? When was the last time outside of Tambourine, which was what, 2015, 2016? You could maybe look to Chris Rock, but it's been a good yeah, five, six years Chris since he dropped Rock one. was already talking about it. All, of, all the biggest comics, all the biggest comics talk to social issues. But like Kevin's the first one that did it, which is also why he's the one that does the most movies and all that other shit at uh, such a, a, a early tenure of superstardom. But yeah, he's more marketable. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. You, you might be right. Like, no, no, white comics, the white comics, I mean, they all still do that shit. They all, like, you know what I'm saying? You're Ron White for them. They still do jokes. Uh, uh, Don Rickles died doing, just doing jokes. He was just making fun of people. But, so, then, but then you look at, like, Hicks. Hicks was like, I mean. But Hicks turned a long time before. Hicks started off like that. With the but whole, he's like, also speaking out against shit. But he's also niche. I don't expect most people to know Bill Hicks unless they're older or a comedy if fan. Bill Hicks is Niche? Yeah. yeah. If, if if you're not a comedy fan, niche? yeah, of course. Wow. Or or if you weren't alive at if you weren't if alive you were, at the time and you're or you're not like balls deep in a comedy. Yeah, yep. I don't think you know him. Like, how many people could honestly say they've seen Sane Man or one of his other specials and be like, oh yeah, or could recite any sort of joke? I guarantee you most people probably be like, Bill Hicks, who? Like, and it's not a knock on him. See, this this old man. I think my old man like, already knows who Bill Hicks is, but no, it, I mean, I mean yeah, like, it, 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 like I know, I know, Bill. Is, that's like, if you ever really seen me go to work, then you like, you can, you can hear the influence of Bill Hicks on me. But like, same for me. I think, uh, I think, I think that's for every comic. I don't know. Okay, put it like this. I don't know if Dave Chappelle is going to transcend if he lived longer, uh, a longer life. I don't think he's going to. I don't know if he's going to transcend. Do you think he's going to be up there with like Colin Pryor, where yeah. we still? Go back and watch their shit. Of course, even though they were before our time, technically. Of course, of course, because of that exact reason. And this, what I'm saying, like when when people, I think of Carlin as a prime example because you still think of his seven words that you can't say, and you think of it's all bullshit and it's all bad for you, folks. Like those are things that constantly. Chappelle jokes are going to last like Carlin's yeah, enough. I do. Yeah. It's different now because it's, it's like I don't think it is, is, bro. I'm be honest with you. I really I, I think I think the point sticks. The point if it sticks. doesn't, it's only because internet culture is so high churn. Like, uh, no, uh, because but, no, because George Collins shit is still out right now. So you can't like you get what I'm saying? Like this shit is still out there, and the internet is the only reason why it shit is uh, still out. I, yeah, like nobody's going to go pick up a VHS of George Carlin. Like that's the fact if we couldn't go to YouTube and just t- type in Carlin, I'm it'll be on YouTube. Um, but also, I, I a lot of the 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 jokes, the way you structure jokes is is completely different now because I, I think that his yeah. points his points are will still stand the test of time. But like no one's gonna recite it like we recite jokes from like from the eighties and nineties and early two thousand. Like it's just different, just different. Like I think yeah, the last I, I think he's, I think... oh the last thing that I can remember from Dave Chappelle that I could quote like verbatim is kick him in the pussy. Like that's 
you know, that's one of his last like joke, joke, jokes, jokey, joke, jokes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think, uh, yeah, I think George, but we don't have anything from nature either. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like George is putting out special out there, special out there. You know what I'm saying? Like if you actually go look, look at it, but I don't think we really, we don't really dig in the crate. We dig crates with George Collins. Even the, this, the words that you can't say on TV is an early special. You get what I'm saying? I think when they, when they, as they keep getting bigger and bigger or older and older, the more especially the words resonate, and we might hear them in like movies down the line, but nobody's quoting the joke. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I, I understand that part. I'm, I'm saying more so. It's less about the jokes, and it's more so about the way he's able to orate the material and make it a legitimate timepiece. That's what Carlin did, and I think that's what Dave is doing now. Again, without having seen this special, just basing on the previous stuff, looking at even 846, how culturally relevant that was at the time in which it was, I think it might be one of those things where people ain't going to sit there and be like, oh, Dave Chappelle for his jokes and everything. That'll be part of it. But they're going to look and be like, he was a great comic, but the dude the dude was sharp, poignant, and all of that. That's kind of how I view it. I think what I have a hard time uh, from the craft side watching Dave Chappelle specials goes, oh, they're, they're jokes, but they're not really jokes. They're, there's It's not like you can uh, – the way we craft jokes, at least the way I craft jokes, is you write it, you try it out, you, you sharpen it, you write it, you try it out, you sharpen it. But like with this, it just seems like – so much more daunting because it's not a it's not set up in punch it's not like one thing leads to the next i feel like he's actually up there actually just talking i have a point and he orates that point to something right. so magnificent and then you know he throws a joke in a set up punch joke like his whole structure his whole delivery is daunting to me right yeah i mean yeah i mean what more can we say i think we we ran that one through the dirt yeah. like a bit. <laughs> uh, okay, we're, before we move on to the topic, I, I I will say that Jay Z has a phenomenal quote. If you like, oh, if you want old, uh, if you want old Jay Z, then listen to my old albums. And I think yeah. that's kind of where it is with uh, Dave Chappelle. You want old Dave? Listen to old Dave. Yeah, and it's and, and I hope and I hope his older jokes. One, I hope people stop trying to fucking do them. But, but I also I hope his older jokes like stand the test of time. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the baby on the corner drain, uh, 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 kicking in the pussy, which is fucking still terrible. Man. Uh, shit. What other that and that's the hard part, right? How many of these jokes can you even remember? Yeah. Or are we comics so we like we listen and block it out? That might be you know. Yeah, it might just it might also just be that thing that's absorbed and it's a part of you. Like and hopefully that's what it is, right? And you take away and you become, I don't want to say a better person, but you become a different person because yeah. you absorbed a message that was put out there. You've you've taken in a perspective that wasn't your own. You mm. ingested it and expanded your worldview. Okay. Hey, Father God was had a say some comedy's too PC nowadays. Not like it was when I was younger. Um, yeah. Sam Kinison. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, but uh, I don't think. Do you think that? It, do you think it's more PC? When people say that, I, I give a little bit of pushback, I guess, 
because I'm like, I don't think it's more PC. I I do think that PC, like the people that follow PC culture are pushing their comics more than people who like the vulgar shit. I don't know, man. I think it's just, I don't know. I get torn on that shit, right? Because we can sit here and say all day, cancel culture this and PC culture that, and it sucks. It irritates me. But nobody was being locked up in jail like Lenny Bruce was. Like legitimately, people forget that or seem to forget that Lenny Bruce was locked up for making sex jokes and other jokes about, you know, saying fuck and cunting. He changed the system because he kept doing it. And then they fought against the system. So... You you can't get locked up for these jokes, but don't get it fucked up. The people who can lock you up for these jokes, they will lock you up for these jokes. No, but I agree. I think <laughs> yeah, as I say, Dave Chappelle would be in jail right now if right. after every special. Yeah, All right, but that's what I'm saying. I think, I think I feel like the people that like PC are more willing to prop their people up and are more willing to spend money with their people um, to make their people famous than a lot of people who like because you. Like, you hear mother, you hear people saying this shit all the time. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's too, it's, it's not as big as it used to be, or it's not as uh, against the system as it used to be. But it's like y'all don't push the people that are against the system. It's yeah, it's very weird, that, and it's very weird too because not, it's not that they just push up their PC comics. It's like they push up theirs while telling you why all the other ones are bad. Well, we've heard that before. We've heard that X amount of times. It's like what? I guess. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Moving on. All right. Oh, we got John that was 40, 40 minutes. <laughs> Tommy. I was going to say, man, you can do it. we do whatever the fuck we want to do. I've got to cancel you guys. Read the shit. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> What's the next no, topic? John Gruden, man. What are, y- what are y'all thoughts on this John Gruden shit? Terrence alluded to it a little bit earlier, even if he didn't mean to. John Gruden has emails that come out. Oh. Uh, from 2011, from 2011, 2012, doing the lockout, where he's basically talking shit, and somebody leaked the fucking emails, and they're trying, and then the NFL is thinking about punishing him, even though he did not work with the NFL before this shit. Yikes. It's, look, man. Two things I always say this: two things can be true at the same time. Whatever shit he said could have racist ties to it; it could be fucking horrible, absolutely true. But it could also be absolutely true. Like we're well fucking past that. And if the dude's racist, he's racist. Maybe he was a little bit ten years ago. I don't know. But turn, This is what they're saying: he was racist. Now, and and I hate that. Like as most black people do, you don't want to sound like a coon when you fucking defend this shit because it's a white dude. That's why white dudes get left on the limb so much, right? Because like at the end of the day, you're gonna make me look like a coon. But you played football, turn right. Yeah. So I, I say to you, the statement was he said, uh, the uh, Dwayne White had Michelin. Maurice had Williams got Michelin tire. Michelin tire. Nigga, and then he was like, he said, "Yo, like it's so I, fucked I, up." When I, I say people that lie all the time I have rubber lips, I wasn't even being racist. I was just saying he had rubber lips, like them bitches big Michelin tires. Like that's a in football, in football terms, that is a reasonable like. Oh, okay, I get it, I get it. But niggas really want to just be like, nah, I don't like John Gruden. Fuck him, he racist. That's what like, I'm saying. Thing, like say that one was racist, bro. It's just like I said, ten years after the fact. I, I just I don't get the point of it. Like, but again, I'm not 
not white. So whatever, like I'll never know. You know, I'm I'll, not, I'll not only white. know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, not, not white. Not, not white. Not, not, not white. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, I, it, it's always a thing. Like, <laughs> I get caught up in sitting there being like, why? Like, I'm kind of an asshole, and most shit just rolls like right off of my back. So I'm sitting there like, why do you care for most things? And then most people look at me like, well, you're white, you won't get it. And so I'm like, maybe that's true. I don't know. I still feel like most of the time people are fucking pussies, but I don't get it. So whatever. I, 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 I've come to the conclusion that the product that is the NFL, uh, it's not the actual game. They don't make money off of the game. The game is just a product. It is just part of the selling of the tickets, the endorsements, the, the mm -hmm. selling of the jerseys. So in any, if service. this was, if this was just John Gruden emails and John Gruden worked at FedEx somewhere, and this was before he worked at FedEx, then I can understand it'd be kind of a weird, like, Oh, he's getting in trouble for something that's not even for FedEx weird, but he is now damaging the 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 livelihood of the selling of the tickets and the uh selling of the alcohol and the selling of the jerseys so i can understand uh, under that context i can understand why he's getting in trouble because it's not the football it's the it's the it's the money making that is not the actual playing of the football yeah but you but all right so this is nothing right first of one i hate i hated when donald sterling shit came out did I was I happy that he lost his team? Fuck yes. Did I think he should have lost his team? No. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those situations where it's like that was a personal conversation. If at his house, again, at his house with his girlfriend, who was a bitch, who, who was a sneaking bitch, who released the tape. Like, hope he dies in hell. Was right? was he, he that bad though? That is the Bill Burr. He was like, he was like, no, 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 yeah, yeah. So all the time you waited for it, it never came, and he was generous. Fuck him. Just, just don't take a picture and be public. <laughs> like, like, that's like, a don't really weird race sticking line. Like, yeah. ah, I don't care if you fuck him, but take what a picture. What did Bill Burr say? Oh. <laughs> bellies with him. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> Yo, but no, no. I'm, okay, listen. <laughs> Like when you make comments in private, like, uh, what was the other Drake? The other big one that was back in the day when we started, when the first cancel, when the, when the cancellation first started. Oh, uh, 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 Mel Gibbons, not Mel Gibbons. What's the nigga Mel from um, Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson. They said, "I hope you get raped by a pack of niggas." A pack, <laughs> a whole pack. A pack of niggas. Like, <laughs> like y'all are sitting here running around, around like, like, like a wild these pack of dogs. These are personal <laughs> pack of niggas. These are personal conversations. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like when you, if in a personal conversation, if people saw some of the shit that I stayed a lawyer offline, they'd be like, oh, yo, he don't like Asian people. Right? Like, but it's yeah. like, no, that's, we have a, I know where my line is with Lloyd. So no, it's like, and he, Lloyd also. He doesn't. He just likes me. <laughs> like, I don't and let me be the one. Shifts. Yeah, don't let me be You're your not one the only friend. Asian I know, motherfucker. <laughs> 
I, that, exactly the point. Don't be yeah, like, well, yeah, Lloyd yeah, lets me yeah, get yeah. away with no, 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 I'm not. Because every time you tell Eddie, hey, name another Asian, he's got like two. Yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> and they're, they're made up. Like, because he'll he'll sit there and cite like no, because Eddie's bullshit like that. He'll start to cite like all the the anime fucking <laughs> writers and stuff, and be like, wait, wait, wait that that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, he's not even naming like Jackie Chan and Bruce. Lee. He's naming That's their the characters of in the Parasite. movie. That's the director of Parasite. Eddie bullshit. <laughs> no, 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 Mike. Listen, I'm not gonna say everybody's name, but Mike Mendoza, like in his whole family, right? The Mendoza's family, and they're Filipinos. Oh, China Mike. Asian to me. But, China Mike. China Mike. China Mike. Look, the, the point I'm making though, right? <laughs> is that if somebody if somebody was to take personal conversations, yeah, yeah right. And then you could use everybody's first bro, everybody in the world would look like pieces of shit. So that's what I'm saying. Dude, but taking this, but not even taking a dude's personal conversation, uh, uh, uh and taking it out of context. You took a personal conversation that wasn't even to shit on a person that it was sent to. You see what I'm saying? Like, I was talking shit to my friend, and you let go of my fucking email, you pieces of shit. That's like, what I'm saying, And I man. play football. This is, like, it's like the ring as well. Like, you get a double fold, turn. Like, there's certain shit that is said amongst people that are in that field. It's so called gallows it humor for a fuck. reason. You have gallows humor for a reason, man. Like, that's how you get through shitty shit. In the military, in football, like you get through shitty moments in life by dealing with shit through humor. And sometimes it's shit humor. Sometimes it's, it's, it's low hanging, horrific, like, oh my God, I can't believe you fucking said that. But it busts the tension in the room because it's the only thing you can do. That's all you've got. And people will be like, oh, well, he said something about lips in an email. Like, in closed communication, this is what I mean when I say cancel culture and the like doesn't think about the ramifications that are the peripheral. Yeah, I, and I will say, like, kind of just trying to wrap my brain around this is like it doesn't make him not a piece of shit because it was right. probably. I mean, he might be a piece of shit. It's just that I don't like how we had to unveil it. Like that is, it. it I don't know. Um, because I am going through my emails right now and just deleting everything. 2011, select all, delete. You kind of got to at this point. Because it's like, motherfucker, if I get famous, like I, I was explaining this to somebody else. I was like, do you understand why I love the title, I'm going to get in trouble? Because now I just wear gear that says, I'm going to get in trouble. So anytime somebody's like, you're not supposed to say that. Like, look at my fucking shirt, nigga. Like, did you think I was going to be the motherfucker that was going to come out here and just be lovey-dovey with everybody. Like, I defend everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I support everybody, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to make fun of everybody. Like, that's definitely going to happen. And I don't, mm -hmm. like, I care to an extent. Like, I care to the extent of where it sounds like I'm trying to hurt you. Like, I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when I'm trying to that's be funny big... and and, make, and and embarrass you to the point that I don't want you to come back. That's why I don't like when people go with the crowd so hard. Right? Like, there's yeah. one thing to like make a joke at a person to get them to stop, and then you move on. It's another thing to do jokes at people where they want to leave the show. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, or or, or you're making jokes about, from a, or you're making jokes from a place where you want them to leave the show. Where it's like, you know, you you yeah, can't yeah, control yeah, yeah, right because yeah. you don't like them. Right. Like, I don't right. like. They, but when you got two people talking amongst themselves, you got two people talking amongst themselves about. A situation that is affecting them. At the time, he was working at ESPN, but he was covering the fucking NFL. So it's like 
with the NFL lockout, and I love football. You just had me not watch football, and I'm talking to my friend about y'all not having me watch football, and then I found out, oh, this dude lied, and I say a joke that I probably say a thousand fucking times. Like, but now because now because some dickhead went into my personal shit and leaked it, now I'm supposed to, now the NFL, my job 10 years later is gonna fucking find me for it. Fuck you. That's the, that's the whole point, man. Like it's because that's that's the other thing is it ignores the potential for growth, man. I don't know about y'all. I'm a way different person now than I was when I was 25. Oh, way Jesus fucking Christ. different. I hope and so. And that's what I'm and you should. And yeah. so there's that aspect that also isn't accounted for in this. So it's like you're taking people's private communication and conversation and people are seemingly to be okay with that. Like, yeah, put him on blast because he's somebody we don't like. That's where the shit gets dangerous. And I'm like, look, man, whether you call it cancel culture, you call it whatever the fuck, that I find to be a very dangerous mindset. But people do it all the fucking time because people are just dumb as shit. Yeah, bro. At least the doxing. If it, it literally is going to make and and how they're purposing this shit. It, it's no way around it. Like, and this is why this is why I say like I hate when people use the race card too hard. You feel what I'm saying? Like, because now that they preface it around race, right? Anybody that takes up any black person that takes up to him, it's going to look like a fucking coon. And then any white person that takes up is going to look like a fucking race. Like you just you just you made it an unwinnable war. That's it's kind, a like, self-consuming snake. Most of this shit. That's that's the shitty part. Is you can't you can't address the nuance. You can't sit there and say the things. Yeah, it's it's all it's all that same thing, man. Like you, it's a self-consuming snake that you just keep shifting the goalpost left and right, and they never do anything. But based on the the way the conversation is going, they're gonna have to do something because it's now tied to racism in 2021. I don't think they should have to do something, but they'll end up having to do something. If they do like I don't know, man. Like that's a, and I do hate because it's like a, a white guy, but it's like yeah, like and I think even for like some black people, it's like if y'all do this to a white guy, y'all definitely be doing to us. You get what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, we make these jokes all the fucking time. Like this ain't a, this isn't a one time thing. You know what I'm saying? Like we always do this shit, especially in football. We always make jokes about everybody and their race and. You pick whatever the fuck you can pick. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Hopefully, it doesn't go too, too bad. That's the best way to put it. Hopefully, it doesn't go too, too bad. Um, what's the next? What's, what's the subject let's, we got next? Well, let's stick, let's stick to sports, man. Like, I only caught the highlights. Eddie, I know you was out there posted up waiting to watch it. I'm just happy you didn't pay for it because I can't believe the amount of people that paid to watch this fight pretty much knowing how it was going to pan out. Oh, Wilder. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come Are on, you serious? Man. I'm truly that was a good fight. That was it was better than the first one. Fight. It was better than the first two. It was better than all of them, bro. Yeah, you put together. Fight. It was not. It was better than the first one, but the first one was still good. Like the that's why the second one happened. The second one was trash. I will but, say, yeah. after seeing a couple of the knockdowns of Tyson, I was like, ooh, yeah, Listen, this bro. looked like it was Listen. a pretty good one. This time. Listen, bro, that was probably that. Like, and I know some people are saying it. Like and I, and I and I you know I always refer to my father when it comes to boxing, but that was one of the best heavyweight fights that in, in my lifetime, forever. Yeah, in my lifetime, like that dude. It wasn't not only was it not a it was a, it was a boxing fight, then turned into a slugfest, and then just turned into cardio. Like it was like, yeah. like, I don't say Wilder. <laughs> listen, 
Listen, I kept telling myself when we went, I told everybody, I was like, it's not going 12. Like that, it's going to end in a knockout. That's just, that's a fact. However, you got pretty close. Too big. They were too big. They that got close, the though. No, it was not going to 12, bro. Exactly what happened was Didn't the it last go to 11, though? Happening. It went to 11. It went to, like, I was going to say. Listen to the point I'm making. Listen to the point I'm making, dude. The sheer will <laughs> and, and, and determination of those niggas got it past nine. Because at nine, the fight was over. Like they would like they if they could have just just stopped the fight, it would have been a draw. We could have all like been like, oh, we get a Dante fucking Fury four. You know what I'm saying? Like it was already over. Uh, uh, uh. uh Lord, Lord, Lord saying that happened. Yeah, Lord was saying that he knew that Fury was going to win. I think we all knew he was going to win, but I think that's what made it beautiful. When, no, not all see, of us knew that. Not all of us knew that. You really thought Wilder was going to win? I didn't say me. Okay, I'm then stop talking like, for other people. Stop, stop talking for yeah. other people. Okay? I, was with people. I was out with people. That's yeah, yeah. But, well, those but, people are probably the same ones that said, "I don't know, something about this feels racist." Yeah, <laughs> let them have. Yeah, so th- th- that's always that's always my favorite part. It's like, do we root for the American who's black <laughs> or the foreigner who's white? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, America in dilemmas. But we all. We we all knew we all knew Fury was gonna win, but once you start seeing those knockdowns, you sit there and go, "Ooh, okay, mm-hmm. like this is." Mm. <laughs> I think that was the best part about it. Not watching it live like you, Eddie. I only got to see the highlights, so it was like as they go through the highlights. <laughs> the funniest part about the highlight is, is like you can tell like how decrepit and tired they got as the highlight reel went on because it's like the first couple <laughs> hits was like, "Damn, they're getting it," and then you start getting into like. As they approach that eleventh one, it's like, if I can't tell you, if I can't give you advice on anything else, let me give you advice on this: go watch that fucking fight. Bro. Yeah. Not only the Deontay, like, because okay, listen, there were points, and I've I've done this before. Not like a home, this is a home brand, this is real life, right? Of a situation, I've done this before. Fury got knocked out. And Dante, Deontay hit him back up. And then Fury, when I say he hit his fucking clock and put three digits back on it, like, dog, like, he knocked him out tight uh, 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 while his hands goes to his, his, his waist. And his head is down like this. And he's falling <laughs> forward. And, and Tyson hits him again, and it wakes him up. Like, that's what I'm, like, this is what I'm, like, bro, they were so fucked. In this fight, it was so many parts of this fight that you have to watch the entirety of the fight. Mm. I just love the comments in the highlight videos of everybody shitting on Tyson Fury's <laughs> body makeup, like his entire mess. They just get so mad. It reminds me of uh, what's his oh, name, Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson, right? Uh, the redhead dude that always had the mullet. Yeah, shit for UFC. Uh, Tank Abbott as well. Tank Abbott. Yes, right. It, like. There's just something about dudes not looking cut that just pisses off the average man. And it's like, look, buddy, <laughs> it's not their fault that they can look like you, but be a million times better than you. <laughs> Dude, my, and so I call my father out of the fight as I always do. And I'm like, yo, that was a crazy fight. He's like, yeah, that was, that was, that was what it is. He was like, that's the greatest heavyweight fight of all time. I think. Like, that's, it's, it's up there. Like, dude, like, this, I, this is my father, bro. My father watches it. Like, 
It was that good of a fight, bro. Like, when I say you did not know who was going to win from the third mm-hmm. round, bro. Like, the okay. third round, Tyson catches fucking uh, Wilder, drops the shit out of him in the third. The fourth round, Wilder hits him with two hits that should have literally turned every switch off in his body. <laughs> it did, like, but it's sudden all the switches body. all the way around again. <laughs> bro, right. he hits the pavement and then wakes the canvas woke him up. Like, first off, I don't know what gypsy shit or the gypsy thing shit that they be talking about, but he got that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The fifth round, uh, fifth round good. I think sixth round, he knocks him uh, while gets knocked down again. And then it's mm-hmm. just like, bro, and then it's just like, who is going? Somebody is seeing Tweety tonight, baby. Like, mm-hmm. you knew that off the break. Somebody was, like, did you yeah. notice that even when they picked Wilder up at the end of the fight, he wasn't knocked out? He, no, like, he looked tired. Yeah, there was like, a couple of them. Like there was a couple of them, like where Fury and him literally got knocked down, and they they just put their hands up in a mountain, just like looked up, like "fuck, bro, I I want this shit to be over." Like <laughs> you can tell, like they hit their their max limit of like the fat guy cardio. Like they, they their ceiling was there at the end because it was just like I said, just like leaning in each other, halfway hugging, just, Ugh, and then it hit like. Oh shit! <laughs> they're, they're making a gentleman I mean, agreement. They're making like a gentleman's agreement. Like, okay, in this in this round, we're just both gonna take a right. knee. Just <laughs> I'll take Ooh. it in the beginning. You take it in the middle. <laughs> so he did not knock him down. He 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 like uh 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 uh, uh Fury was literally putting his hand over his body and yeah. just leaning. Like it was like oh I, was that in the highlight? They put that in the highlight part. Yep. Dude, yep. it was it was one of the most spectacular chess matches of all because Wilder came out hitting at the body. It was all like like power to the body to try to take that mu- that muffin top out. Like it looked yeah. like he was it literally looked like he was pounding pizza though. Like it was it was it was weird. Son. Like it, it, it didn't look like Wilder. And then the third round, I told, from the second round, I told my boy. I think they told him go to the body, go to the top. And I was telling my boy Jay, I said he took that too literal. Because he was throwing a jab to the body, he wasn't throwing it that much to the head, right? And then he just kept coming around with the right. And I think he, by the third time he threw the right, I was like, "Who's tired?" I concur. I concur. I mean, uh, it was definitely a better fight. The fight card itself was pretty solid, but uh, the the yeah. I mean, did do we? Does anyone really watch the undercards anymore? Let's be real. The, not too many of them, but the fight beforehand. The fight beforehand was a fucking massive uh, heavyweight fight too. Yeah, and I think that that's just gonna put put people in position. I mean, that really is just putting people in position in that uh, that heavyweight conversation because you got the guy that just beat Joshua, Joshua. You got Ruiz, you got uh, Fury, Wilder, and then th- those two guys. I mean, the heavyweight is it back? Oh, Wilder's is- gone. Wilder's gone, bro. It's Wilder a- might be gone. Yeah. yeah, Wilder might be gone. That was that was like Wilder should have stopped. He should have been like, I'm never giving him this fight again because you had a punk ass trainer who threw my joint. This is what he would say because we all, if you watch the second fight, the trainer did the right thing and threw in the towel. Technically, both of their trainers should have threw in the towel because that fight was fucking nuts. But his trainer did the right thing and threw in the towel because he was getting his ass whooped. The first fight was a draw and he got lucky because of the 11th round knockout. So. I would have just been like, fuck him. They already fucked me over on this fight. I'm never taking it again. Because he took it, I think he might be done. Like done boxing or done heavyweight? 
I no no I, yeah I think he might be okay when I say done boxing I don't think he's gonna quit boxing he might fight in another two years or something I think like we stop I don't think people are gonna really just stop boxing mm, 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 mm. yeah I mean that's I, the but, thing right is usually when you see these dual matches go for several iterations after that it's usually hard for one or the other to come back. I think of like Rampage Jackson and Rashad Evans as another mm-hmm. example. When they did that after their third one, you pretty much didn't see Rampage again. I mean, not correct me if I was wrong. I was going to say, say like, but that's what I'm, that that's what I'm saying. Ortiz, uh, Tito, Ortiz, Tito Ortiz finally knocked him out. Yeah. Uh, Chuck mm-hmm. Liddell. Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell. Who just got arrested. Who? Chuck Liddell just got arrested uh, for domestic violence in Las Vegas. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) You got him getting arrested. Adrian Broner, which was another thing we want to talk about since we're keeping it fighting. He got a warrant from Kentucky or Ohio that was also linked to a domestic assault case that he lost. And then you got Tommy Fury. What a wonderful life. Boxing is back, baby. Boxing (laughs) is back. Heavyweight. Heavyweight is back. Um, You know... It's been very strange in the last like 10, 15 years. It's always been that 145, 160 range that's been the most moneymaker. The the Manny Pacquiao's, the, the May, Floyd Mayweather's. But like, I feel like the money is going back to heavyweight for the first time since Tyson. No, it's funny. Uh, who, so, who, just said, on, bring him on. back. Yeah, because well, I think one, of course, we're only talking for America because that's where we are. But I think like uh, like Anthony Joshua and the the fighters over there are like already big time. You know, like, I don't know if we, I, I like the heavyweights. I mean, I don't. I just. I think in America we had Wilder, and that was why we pushed them so hard because if Wilder would have fucked him up, um. We definitely think he's going to fuck up Joshua, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, like, but if it fucked him up, then America would have jumped on that wagon of heavyweight is where I was going with it. But I don't think he'll fuck up Joshua. I mean, mean, Ruiz fucked him up, and we didn't jump on that. Ruiz, Ruiz, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) But Ruiz is Hispanic America. And, like, and fought in Mexico. He came in the Mexico circuit. The Mexican circuit. Uh, But on top of which, like, I think... um, I think Ruiz is, is a boxer, boxer. I mean, like, yeah. if you, when you saw his style, like, people were talking about that shit. Like, I think my father even said that shit. Like, they knew that he was going to give Anthony Joshua a problem because he was a, he was a, like, a very stylish boxer. boxer. Right, right, um, right, right. It was the, also the reason why I thought Fury was going to beat the shit out of Tyson Wilder because I was like, if he can, it's like beating uh, Francis Ngannou. If you can take the punches, you win. Like, yeah. not even no, no, like, no sense of, like, I know, like, that's the whole shoe and then you, like, because you get knocked out to lose. But, but you know exactly what I mean. Like, he's not going to beat you off of style. He's going to beat you with decision. Too, not too much. Well, you also, I mean, that, that herky-jerky, that fury, herky, like, like, that weird jerkiness is, like, you could just tell Wilder, even in the third iteration, it was kind of like, I, I don't know what I'm looking at. Like, I see it. I'm familiar with it, but I don't know what I'm looking at. It, and, and the fact that he could take all of the hits. He took clean hits to the fucking face. Yeah, and he just goes, yeah. 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 Fucking frightening. 
Yeah, but it's yeah. nice. But it's nice to actually have heavyweights that we give a shit about. Because I feel like for a long time before Wilder and, and Fury, it really has been dead, man. Pretty much since 2004, five, when you had Crazy Mike kind of circling back, saying he'd fight and do this and wanted matches, but kind of still danced around. I don't think you had a legitimate heavyweight that I'm like, yeah, I I, I need to see X, Y, and Z for. 15, 16 years now until they came yeah. back around. I mean, name another heavyweight. That, yeah, right. Lennox name another Lewis, heavyweight that lasted. Right. I mean, I mean, we could look it yeah, up right now, it. and I bet you we won't recognize any That's of That's the thing. Names. You're going to have to look it up. Did anybody before that fight that, I mean, like, all right, I never looked at his age, so maybe this is why it set up. Like, Fury, Tyson Fury is only 33 years old. Maybe. Sounds about right. <laughs> you know, you, like, Doesn't that make you feel one, like shit? <laughs> yeah. Becoming like, like, well, no, not really, because we look older than all of us. Um, but like, like it may be the six nine or just bad genes. But the point I'm making is like, Tyson Fury. Yeah, Fuck. he's thirty three, bro. Like I thought he was like I thought he was like super old, but yeah, like most of the heavyweight boxers don't last well into their forties. They don't right. last really good. I think that was crazy. Well, no, no, George Foreman was just crazy in the first place. But most bosses don't last, don't have Floyd Mayweather careers where they, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, can fight for 20 years. Or well, we know about them for 20 years to even say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Klitschko's. Most like a five year run. The fucking Klitschko's. The Klitschko's and the David Hay, but David Hay won in 2010. Yeah, but but they're so forgettable. Like not, yeah. and that's not to discredit them. They're forgettable because who who did they go against that was ever worth a shit? Well, no, no, like, they I saw, was popular enough to give a shit because they. That's what I'm saying. Back. I saw more bar fights of people walking up on the Klitschko brothers, not knowing who the fuck they were, and getting put in their place. <laughs> that was more entertaining than most of the matches that they did. You're right. Again, that's genuine. Like, it's not shitting on They were just in a different class compared to every other heavyweight that they had. It, it's incomparable. But also the style. They just yeah. they, they work off the jab, work off yep. the jab, work off the jab. And that yep. was it. I'll never forget. One dude didn't know uh, one of the bar clips. Dude literally, like, did some number like this, stepped on his shoe, and was like that. And just got fucking laid out. Who was that? Oh, uh, fighter. That was the UFC oh, fighter. That's so beautiful. No, that just happened with the UFC fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Billy Joe Saunders, I oh, believe. I was thinking about Klitschko. But he like, he, like, he, like, he, like, he, like, put his guard up in a flinch and then, like, like he literally, it was like a quick one. But he, like, put but, his guard up and then, like, just cold cocked the fuck see, that's out that's why of. you don't do it. That's but Billy do Joe Saunders is, like, your size. And the guy was, like, my size. And then, <laughs> it, like, he just, like, flinched on him. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> this guy cleaned up. No, because yo, yeah, you you know I'm trying to make jokes about this shit, but it comes across more angry than it comes across uh, funny. Like motherfuckers do that all the time, bro. Like dudes think that it's okay to like to do shit to like people and think it's like nobody. Like bro, like you do understand it. Like there's no cameras right here. I will hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like they only do it where they think that they're safe, and it's like you're safe nowhere. You know why? We because have you this... don't know what this person has going on that day. And he might just want to pay the fucking fine. But yeah. he did a flinch first and then hit you. Just because his flinch was real fast, that mean he didn't flinch. <laughs> right. You, you made me flinch and then I hit you because I, I felt in danger. 
Yeah, well, that's what I do for a living. I, I know what it's like. I know what an attack looks like. And you, just because you couldn't, you didn't pull the trigger on it, didn't mean you you had any any lack yeah. of intention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Is it still a level of force exerted in my direction? I'm not taking the fucking risk. Yeah, no. and and apparently this guy was a piece of shit to begin with. Like yeah, apparently, you have to be to do that. You have to be a piece of shit to do that. Like, never in the history of ever is a non piece of shit going around like, "Hey, motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> yeah. people. No, I agree with that. The guy, obviously, are a bag of shit. <laughs> like, I could understand if, like, a guy was his size. You know, like he's he's like he's like trying to fuck up a some Manny Pacquiao size dude. I get it, but Billy, like, you could just tell, like, he had to flinch up, like, flinch upward. <laughs> See, this is that product of humanity being removed from the food chain for too fucking long. Yeah. Like, people forget that violence is going on all around us outside of the cities and homes. Like, like literally, there's fucking, cat, like, wild cats outside my house that fighting only, for survival that, all fucking day. And you get somebody walking up like, let me, let, me, let me pet you, cat, that's wild and feral and will fuck me up in an instant. And people yeah. forget that, like. We got these nice comfy homes and all this AC yep. and yep. heat at our beckoning call that like a motherfucker will fuck you up on the outside just because like yeah. we still have that in us. <laughs> Out, outside. Like, people that you just don't fuck with. Bro. You just don't yeah. do outside it. Outside is filled. Outside is filled with violence. things that choose violence first it's all violence. the time. <laughs> it is literally like a cold, cruel circle of life. We are just comfortable enough to be removed from it. And that's a product of dumb shits never really being a part of the food chain as long as they should. You know, I, I can never understand uh, uh, going away parties, right? Like, oh, I'm going away. <laughs> like, there's like so dumb to me. But like, we come from a people where like, if you were to walk in the woods, there's a good possibility you're never coming back. Like, whether you decide not to or something murks you on the way back that's why we're like hey we may never see you again Here's that's why if you ever came back they're like that was your journey into manhood because <laughs> that was the only way you what? were gonna make it that was your what? journey into manhood. manhood that is the funniest shit uh bro <laughs> it's true <laughs> all right hope i see you again you come back um, we're gonna we're manhood. gonna send you off into the woods, we're going to give you some peyote. You're going to have your grand awakening, okay? That's the first thing. We're going to get you high as fuck on peyote, and then we're going to push you off into the woods. If we see you Dude, again in six no, weeks, the, the, you're a the man. The tribal shit that people do to show manhood is so fucking crazy, bro. Like, yeah. and I, use, I always bring this example because it's the most crazy example I've ever heard in my life. There's, like, these ants that when they bite you, it's, like, it feels, it's, like, worse than getting burned. Like in that in that specific area, and they weave yeah. these bitches into a glove, and to propose to a chick, you get wear it for three days. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's yeah, not worth it. Like, no, like, <laughs> do you understand how much? Do you understand how much I want to make pro procreate with this bitch that I'm fucking trying to burn my fingers off his hinges, like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, well, the, those those uh, the go out into the wilderness and and come back a man thing. I think it just comes down to like <laughs> you are dependable. This is the only way we can figure out if you're dependable. If you are not dependable, we can't have you here. That's, that's like the shittiest. That's the shittiest like indoctrination. Like, hey, look, I realize you've lived in this house for ten years. I realize that, but but you ain't been holding your weight this whole ten years. <laughs> you need to go in the woods. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, if you can fucking handle it. And now we've proven your worth. 
We don't have that system anymore. Now we're basically like, oh, you're born and you repeated after me when you were one. So you're good. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, going out into the world high off of psychedelics, I think people, more people need to do that because right. you be, you become skeptical of everything. Every stone could kill you. It like, is, yeah. Every part, stone could. Where, this is the part where it's too many people in the world comes into effect. Like, you guys do realize that, like, thousands of those kids did not come back, right? No, yeah, yeah. And no, they go, well, I mean, I mean at, least, yeah, but at least our lives didn't depend on it. That was the measuring stick for society, Eddie. <laughs> basically, they were basically like, uh, go in the woods. If you don't come back, you kind of weren't worthy of being here in the first place. <laughs> every time a kid did come back, they're just like, whew. Good thing uh, my life didn't depend on that kid. I'm really sad, but <laughs> fucking pussy. <laughs> Go make another no. one. I don't no, know no, if I'm like... more sad about his death or that I raised such a fucking pansy. <laughs> Yo, and you know that like certain fathers were like that. There were certain fathers that were like, not my baby boy, though. Because you turn, yeah. let's just be honest, bro. We talking all this shit. You would not send your son out into the wilderness and be like, and if you don't come back to the book again, you ain't my son no, no more. <laughs> no, fuck no. No, man. That's why I said this little motherfucker learned how to parrot me at like a year and a half, and I'm hooked. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to send this dude off in the woods. I'm happy that I'm removed from the food chain, but I also understand I'm not that far removed. I could walk down the street today and say, I can say hello to the wrong person and get fucking blasted. You just never know. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm in New York, dude. I've been watching. Like I was telling my brother this shit. I said I realized why people in New York have such these guys grunts on their face because nobody like do not fucking talk to me because I don't know who you are and what you might do to me, motherfucker. Like I don't. I'm not trying to be out here with these wolves. Yeah, I, I, I think our our human. Uh, have this level of skepticism that we for some reason we've kind of uh, curbed but skepticism has allowed us to survive this long if we weren't skeptical of every plant every bug every bird every animal every rock we wouldn't have survived this long yeah yeah but we also worship every plant every rock every yeah like well no. it's, it's, we, we had to have that of god Sure, but we also were like, uh, we're hungry. Should we eat this plant? I don't know. Eddie, you want to go eat this plant? You hungry? <laughs> Come on, Eddie, go eat that plant real quick. I just, I, I always <laughs> wonder how that shit works. Dude, you guys understand that there was bodies dropping every day. From the bodies in Chicago. That's what I'm saying. That's not like, can you imagine that shit? <laughs> Yeah, and, and everyone was kind of like, so uh, so Eddie just passed out. Uh, yeah. What did he, Terry, uh, what was the last thing you saw him eat? Right, right, right. But that's the thing is, who who was the first motherfucker like laying dead at the, the bad berries bush, the poisonous <laughs> berries bush? And the next motherfucker comes up and is like, damn, these berries is hung. Like, they, they look good and I'm hungry. Here we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> How many dead bodies at that bush did it Yo, take? Yo, <laughs> like, like in the, the Native Americans. Like uh, Joe Rogan does this on his podcast all the time about like he talks about the Native Americans, but the Buffalo guys, the motherfuckers that used to just like hoard buffalo, they were literally just take, and like they, dude, they were dying by dozens. They weren't like attacking one buffalo that was by itself. They were attacking herds of buffalo with arrows on horses, son. Like these dude, when were I was dying, bro. When I was stationed in Montana, they had the Buffalo Run Plateau. 
That's where they would wrangle these yep. motherfuckers off, and it was like a half a mile cliff. Yep. They would literally wrangle the bison to get them to run and go right to the cliff. They'd all fall off, and you're like, hey. Yeah, because yeah, we did what we need to do. We'll go pick up the fucking because <laughs> the, the natives were so tired of just getting trampled on. Like these rocks aren't working. Run them off a cliff. <laughs> you do understand, like I said, this is so much. You do understand that most of our inventions come from pussies, right? Well, <laughs> some yeah. dude was like, "I'm tired of trying to fight with my hands, son. Here's a knife." <laughs> I'm tired of running the about that's the worst fucking part about music that's the worst part about liking music and understanding that these musicians get mad pussy because they were the nerdiest most pussified motherfuckers at school but they got the musical talent so they can sit here and <laughs> they sat in a, they, these are the motherfuckers who sat in a closet like it's like and, and these are the motherfuckers who sat in a closet and just listened to music over and over again while we were out there trying to be like yeah, I'm the man. I'm the man. Hey, babe, you want you want to do something? We right. was all doing that shit in our teens. Now we're all fucking married and, and relationshiped up, and these niggas out here getting it, just up. getting pussy. <laughs> just just, getting just a jizz-filled sprinkler, just ping, it's, ping, it's ping, ping. Punk ass niggas, punk ass niggas have moved us along, son. <laughs> I hate it so much. Do you understand? That's why you need That's, bullying. That's why you need bullying. Keep it in school. Gosh. Yes, because if you don't, get, if you get rid of bullying, you won't have specified motherfuckers that have the time to sit in their club and work with Eddie you. will not lose weight unless Loy and I bully him, fat shame him to greatness. That's the only thing. Like he's not going to do it on himself. We've got to sit here and be shitty to you about it. Otherwise, you're gonna be like, "Hey, this is fine." I'm, I'm not losing weight now because if I do, then you're going to try to take the credit for it. I know. And it's not I know be that like I did. <laughs> and he's gonna have a heart attack just to spite us, Lloyd. <laughs> uh, I mean that that seems very on brand for Eddie. Fuck you guys, I'm out of here. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie's Eddie's last breath, man. Eddie's last breath would be like, dickheads, <laughs> fuck nuts, dude. Listen, so like I told my bro, I was like, dude, I think I'm really about to lose weight here, bro. I live on the sixth fucking floor of an eight floor walk up. Oh, you have no option. No, it's like every day. Like if I want to go get chips. It doesn't matter if I drive to the store I, or not, bro. I don't want like, chips don't that want bad that. no more. And, and he's about to cut out junk food just because he's got to walk to it. Like, how did you lose weight from being lazy? <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Like, uh, you know, well, no. the convenience store six flights down and a half a block over. So uh, I guess I'll just but, make this but sandwich But the tap work. water here is just fine. So I'll just drink this tap real quick. Hey, in the top, the, listen. I never really, I never, even though I came up to New York, I never drank the top water. And everybody yeah. kept saying it's actually the top water, bro. It is actually. It's, it's actually, actually vote, <laughs> depending on which water district you're in, it's actually the best water, uh, like in the country. Nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, but I like it. I like it a lot. I like, like I'm about to get some Maui so I can start <laughs> just making Maui fucking <laughs> water up to this. I can stop going. Like, it is, it, dude, like I was telling everybody, like, it doesn't. It's not that expensive up there, but you. It is, like you, you know what I mean. It is, but it is. does that make sense? Like nope. outside of my house, not in my house. I'm in Bronx. Mm. Right? It's like it's not. It's, it's not that different from being in DC, Maryland. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, let me stop you. Let me, let me let me stop you right there. Go, let me go, stop go, you right go. there. Uh, you realize that DC is one of the most expensive places in the country. 
it's like LA, New York, DC, San Francisco. Those places are probably so you're literally just moving from one expensive place to another expensive place. And, like, yeah, and then and then you're like, ah, it's it's still expensive. It's not it's just not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Like like here in Vegas, like everyone's complaining because it's going up. Uh you can still buy a house for like two hundred, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But people are like, oh, it's more, way more expensive. Where in DC or New York can you buy anything for less than for two hundred, three hundred thousand? My brother, my brother and sister were talking about buying their first house. I was like, "What up in New York?" And he was like, "Yeah, we think about doing it in New York." And I was like, "She was like, they're only like, yeah." <laughs> she yeah. said they're only like three fifty five hundred. I was like, "You got only <laughs> like you do understand that three fifty five hundred where I'm from is like you got a really really nice house." Like that's a single family, or you got the townhouse you got is so sparkling brand new. That's the only way. You know what I'm saying? Like two hundred thousand is 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 a good is a yeah. good starting house. Yeah, but but like what's crazy is like when you look at like the Zillow and shit, you look like oh two hundred two hundred fifty thousand. Like oh that's in my price range. You look at it and you go fifteen years ago eighty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. No, I, 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 like my father. My father is. I, you already know. I give the biggest up to my pops, but like I remember when they bought that house for one hundred and seventy thousand, and it's the Ooh. biggest house on our block. It's the biggest house on our block. They bought it for like one hundred seventy-five thousand. Some crazy. That's shit. the that's, so that's the like, easiest way to build generational wealth. It's to own property. If you do it correctly. Yeah. Well, I, I think the correctly. problem is that when 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 grandma dies and. The first thing we do is sell the house, we and we split up the profits amongst yep. the family. It's like instead no, of keeping it, yep. But you're supposed yep. to. So like, no. all right, so, all right, yeah. So hold on, hold on. Because uh, somebody explained this to me, right? This is where the generational wealth that they're talking about comes from. Right? What ends up happening is, uh, her, I'm 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 the dad, right? I buy a house, right? My daughter, when I pass away, my by the time I pass away, hopefully, my daughter already has it, right? If she already has a house, or when I pass away, she uses the money from my house to uh, uh, put a down payment on her house, and her brothers and sisters do the same thing. Now everybody in my family has a house, and then nope. so, and then you keep wrong. That, okay. super wrong, okay. Okay. super wrong. You, you, so the reason you don't the, the reason the reason you don't sell the house is because it's now paid off, and in your equity. property taxes are nothing at that point. Yeah. You could rent it out. And literally put yourself or your children through college by not selling it. Or, or how about this? This, this is actually the way you should do it, right? You, your grandma dies. You, um, whoever lives in the house. So you take, you take money out, mortgage, uh, mortgage it. You split up the money amongst the family, and whoever lives in that house pays for the mortgage. So let's say the house is worth three hundred thousand. You don't take out three hundred thousand. You take out like. A hundred thousand, and you split it amongst the amongst the families. So now the person who's living there is only paying four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars a month, uh, but they're living in there. So it's all that okay. money bounced off of the value. I get you. I get your point, but that doesn't create generational wealth. Is what yes, I'm it does. It does. Your property, man. Your, you never property never goes down in value. Period. I'm I'm telling okay. you. So so the money that you break off. The point I was trying to listen, bro. If you own, if you keep control of the house, right? Okay, one. Let's make sure there's different ways. But if you keep the house, 
and you keep, yes, the house just continues to build worth, but you would never obtain that worth until you sell it. So that doesn't make sense. What's the point I'm making to you? You would always have to take out a loan against it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me out. If you get a house, that if my parents bought a house for 80000 I get to sell that house 30 years later for 400000 and me and my sister go and get a house for 200000 each, when we pass away, now our kids have enough, have the money to purchase enough. That's how you keep it moving. Now, if you're talking about creating an income off the house, that's a different story is all I'm going to tell you. I'm saying, okay. No. I mean, I, 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 get, I, get what, I get the point that you're making, but still keeping the land and the house as it continues to appreciate is guaranteed value. It is guaranteed wealth. Do you get the money? How do you get the money out of that? If your hat is worth $20,000, yeah, but you're okay. not willing to sell a hat, okay. hold then on, you, hold on, hold on. you won't make $20,000. You're just holding on to $20,000. No, I, I, I get it. I get, I, get, I get what you're saying. And, uh, and I think that your perspective is very, very common. And the problem is this, is that once you sell the house, you cannot take any more income out of it. Once that money is taken out, they, hold on. And, and the thing is, like, if you keep it within the family, you can always pull a mortgage out against it. As long as somebody's living repeatedly. there repeatedly for, repeatedly. for generations. For so literally, like for, as long as the house stands, you can literally do it. As long as the property is still above water. Yeah. You, okay, you can, so, that's, so this is where the issue is, right? And you think about your math, right? Okay, when you take out a loan, you take out $100,000 loan, how much do you pay back? That's what I'm saying. You pay back $100,000. Hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Pause, yeah. pause, pause, pause. So if you have somebody, just hear me out. If you have somebody renting out, like when you take out a loan, say you take out a loan for $100,000. Yeah, this is not, this is not you convincing me. That, uh, you can't convince me either because I'm trying to explain money. We both just debating, bro. Listen, yeah, the yeah, only yeah. point that I'm making is, that I'm making is, if somebody's living in the house, you should have rental property. That is how you create an income. That's that's all I'm saying to you, bro. That's okay. an income. Okay. That's, a, that's an income yes. where you're not doing anything. Yes, 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 and I agree. And I, and I, I hundred thousand percent agree. That's making your money work. But hold on, hold on. So hear me out, Louis. If I get a house for four hundred thousand, my kids get two houses for two hundred thousand, but they get to keep three hundred uh, for thirty years. I said three hundred years. Thirty years. Now they're two hundred dollars. $200,000 house is now worth $600,000. They passed away. They had two kids. Now their kids can get $300,000. But remember, nobody's paying for anything now. So there's no loan. I don't have to pay back anything. I've already I've already purchased it. Now if I want to go, now if my parents passed away, I can go get $100,000 and I can get two places for $150,000 and rent both those places out and make more money than I would have off the one place. Because now I have three different properties. One property turned into two properties. Now I have the income base and I have the wealth base. That's all I'm trying to do, bro. Okay. Well, come back here. Uh, none of us are certified real estate uh, individuals uh, or really anything. But come back here for, I guess, mediocre real estate and generational wealth tips. That's <laughs> yeah. also what we do here on the I'm Getting Drummer podcast. Also, we don't have the money to start. <laughs> we definitely... <laughs> We just like clearly. It's I'm gonna get in trouble. Podcast. We like to talk about a lot of shit. We know shit, but we don't know shit. We just know enough to get into an argument. I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. It ain't dead. Yo, all right, we leave it there. It's one, we yeah, an hour and a half. Yeah, right? hour and a half on fucking not Columbus that? Day day. Yeah, on the person I'm supposed to honor that doesn't hurt and offend people day. 
that I got it off. Just make sure I keep it off. I honor them. The, the indigenous people day. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. stay in trouble. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it.